Welcome to On the Side with Jackie London, a BS-free podcast where we're talking all things food, nutrition, and wellness to help you build healthier habits that stick. As a registered dietitian, author, journalist, and former clinician turned content creator, I've heard and seen it all. Join me each week as I debunk diet myths, explore the latest wellness trends, and answer all of your pressing listener questions. Plus, we'll hear from a guest who will kick off each interview weekly with a soup to nuts rundown and, okay, sometimes analysis of what they're eating, cooking, ordering in, or where they're dining out with tons of delicious ideas, lots of laughs, and plenty of pro tips in between. The one thing I can actually guarantee, I'll serve up tangible, actionable strategies to help you apply the science behind what works to what works best for you. Listeners, we have such a treat for you today. I am so excited to welcome my friend and my former colleague at Good Housekeeping, Rachel Rothman. She's the Chief Technologist and Executive Technical Director at Good Housekeeping Institute, where she oversees testing methodology, implementation, and reporting for all of the labs at the Good Housekeeping Institute. Um, she's also managing a research division, um, Good Housekeeping SEAL applicants. She's also the mom of three children under the age of five, which I just think personally to me, that makes her a superhero. I mean, I think that really just says it all, doesn't it? Um, We got into so many different rabbit holes of interesting conversation about uh, the responsibility of tech. Where is that line? Where is the line drawn? How we approach using technology in our everyday lives in ways that can help us or or hurt us and, and how to kind of distinguish where that line is. We talk tons about food. We also talk about the role that the tech and food plays in both our kitchens just on a personal level and what the future looks like um, for tech in food, nutrition, and overall wellness solutions. I think you're going to love this conversation. It was a pleasure to have Rachel on to chat with me. I love this interview and I think you're going to love it too. So enjoy. Let me know what you think. Leave me a a five-star review. Of course, please, please do that. I would be so appreciative, you guys, really. It really just helps to get the word out about this podcast. And and please let me know what you think by writing a review or you can reach me on Instagram at JacquelineLondonRD. All right. Enjoy Rachel Rothman. But first, let's get to a quick listener question. Oh, I love this question. Simple one. Is it okay to have coffee before a workout? Yes, it absolutely is okay to have coffee before a workout. In fact, you may want to have a cup pre-workout. I would say about 30 minutes to an hour, depending on your personal tolerance. Dietary guidelines for Americans recommend about mm, 400 milligrams of caffeine per day in the form of unsweetened coffee or tea. So as long as you're staying within that range, which by the way, the 300 to 400 range is really um, is really about four eight ounce cups of caffeinated coffee, so it's about 100 milligrams of caffeine per cup, then coffee can both contribute to your daily hydration goals and help you stay awake, stay alert, keep your central nervous system going as you work out, right? Depending on the time of day and what you've already had pre or post workout, I'd often recommend opting for an iced coffee with like some low fat, skim, non dairy but unsweetened soy milk, um, or even black or or just black tea, um, just unsweetened tea prepared in that same way. That can help you. 
um, by providing a little bit of, of protein, it'll actually give you up to 13 grams of protein um, in a 16 ounce latte. So if you're looking to make your drink into like a conscious snack, you can add a banana or an apple to that. And you've got a quick two to one carb to protein ratio recovery snack. I think that's a perfect way to consider it. But if you're really focusing on that pre-workout time, 30 minutes to one hour before is really the sweet spot, that window when you're going to reap the best benefits from having caffeine in the form of a beverage. All right. So good for many reasons. It contributes to your daily hydration goals. It's going to help you stay alert and awake and actually help you stay efficient, your body to stay efficient while you're working out. And it could also, if you so choose to add things like milk and to, you know, have a little nosh with your coffee, it can also help you recover if you're choosing to have this post-workout. All right. So I hope that helps. Send me your questions. I would love to hear from you. You can reach me on Instagram at Jacqueline London RD, and I can't wait to hear what kind of information you're looking for. What can I help you with? I'm here for you. That's at Jacqueline London RD on Twitter and Instagram. Please, if you wouldn't mind, you know, we're here for a specific purpose. Will you share it with us? Uh, I am selfishly here for us. Well, I'm here so for the, us. The listeners may think we're here for them, but we're not. We're here for each other because we're here for each other. We're here for us. I need this. I need Jackie. I need more Jackie London in my life. I miss Jackie London in my life. And I'll settle for your podcast if this is how I get to be with you. <laughs> so to all of you listening, I'm happy you're here. I hope you learned something. If you've had a baby, you may pee in your pants a little. It happens. That's we'll what, talk about that's that. That's also what we're here for. We're here for that's a little peeing. I mean, that's that's what that's what this is meant to do. We're here to elevate. Okay, <laughs> here to elevate and normalize. Also critical. That might be pushing it. Right? Yeah, might yes. be pushing it. I want to kick this off with something something a little different here, Rach. You once gave me this pearl of wisdom that I think about legitimately all the time. And I, it got me thinking that perhaps more of us need to be thinking about this. And given that I have this platform in order for us, for you to share this with the world, please. Here's so, what I'm going to like, for you. You're like, which like, I'm pearl of wisdom? What is this? What is my, oh, <laughs> I just, you pearls of wisdom. We, Rachelism. Rachelism. I, I don't know which, I don't know which nugget you're about to share with us, but I'm very okay, excited. So this is my favorite thing. My favorite little nug of advice that you ever gave me was I was asking you about some random, because, because essentially given Rachel's background and current and current job. It's rare for me to purchase a device, like any type of technology, anything that is marketing itself as technology, even if it isn't. And I'm like, Rach, which is the best one? Like, just be honest with me. Like, I, I want to, like, first I want to start from the, um, you know, like, just tell me what the most, even if it's the most expensive, I just want to know why you think it's the best. And Rachel's answer to this question in any category is essentially something that I would say so often when it comes to food and nutrition advice, which is like, okay, but you you have to think about the other devices you have, which I mean, granted, that might sound straightforward to some, but to me, that was groundbreaking. You got to think about the other devices you have and your lifestyle slash the way you would use it. So let's discuss. Rach, share the wisdom. I, Tell I us, give us that general this umbrella. This is like the story of our lives, Jackie and yes. I being scientists and being around other creatives or editors or other people. Yes. Like, no, we just want the best. And I'm like, yeah, I know. And I want to give that to you and I can give you right. like the best overall. I will. I'll do it. I'll do it. I can't do it. But like, also it depends. It depends on you. Right. It depends on your lifestyle. It depends on what you care about. What are the features that matter the most to you? Like, 
if if I ask you like what's the best fruit, you could tell me right. like scientifically All what the best fruit is, whatever have you. But like <laughs> right. if I don't like it, that doesn't matter. Right. Or if like right. I can't incorporate that into like I would be like, well, are you working out? When are you working out? How often are you working? All thousand percent. You know what I mean? So I think it's just the the concept of like taking a step back and understanding in whatever category it is, what matters, what are the features that matter? Like, is there one that matters more than anything? And then also like you were talking about, like that foundational groundwork of will this work in my life? And in the world of tech, that's the interconnectivity of it all. And hopefully with matter, I won't like geek out too bad with you. Oh my God, please geek out. Please geek out. Down the line, we'll get there. And hopefully there'll be more harmony with all the ecosystems for but for the today, it's like if you're in Alexa house, go full throttle, get things that work with Alexa. But if you are, you know, on your Mac and you have your iPhone and you have all these other things, like get something that's going to work on HomeKit. So I think that was the underlying principle in what we were describing. It was a thousand percent, especially because like now when I think it through, I, I mean, now I, I wrote down a couple of <laughs> examples for us because I just had to, but I was like, okay, the Alexa example is a perfect one. The other one that I always think about is like iPad or Kindle, right? Like when people, I mean, I feel like, do people still use a Kindle? I mean, I, I mean, hate to, is that wrong? Is I that do. rude? I do. Kids do. <laughs> Over an iPad, over an over well, an it iPad. depends. Again, what's your use case? Oh, you just want, this what I'm you saying. You just want to okay. read by the beach. Like, are you going right. to be reading and the sun's going to be hitting you? Like, get a Kindle pipe, paperweight. But like, if you're going to be yeah. like cranking out your work, you want to use it for your zooms. You want to do it for like web browsing. Like, an iPad's probably more suitable for you. So like, it's not a one size fits all. It's like, what are you doing with it? Because you may need a few different devices. The other place you really blew my mind with this one was when you were talking about Apple Watch versus Fitbit, which I just feel like is generally with wearables, this is like a game changer, right? This question. Well, to me, it's a game changer. Well, the same. And it's like, okay, well, if I also want to be able to use this for all the things in my life. So like in my house, I have a lot of smart home devices as one may expect (laughs) of a chief technologist. So it's like, I can't control all those things with my Fitbit, but I can control them with my Apple watch. So like things like that, it's like thinking through it and like, do I care more about community? Cause like right now the community on Fitbit is like super encouraging and motivating. And that may be something that's going to be the differentiator for me. So I think again, it's understanding like, where are you now? Where do you think you're going to be? What are the things that matter to you? What are you trying to achieve with this? And then there's usually, you know, like if I get basically an hour of talking with you and I understand everything in your life, I'm going to make you a product list of everything that you should be getting that will work harmoniously <laughs> and be within budget. So basically I'm going to leave my job and this is what I'm going to do. And I feel very good about it. Um, but yeah, no, like I get all my friends there during the pandemic, a lot of moves, you know, maybe having a baby, two, three, whatever have you. And yes. Like, well, maybe just pro- a casual three. <laughs> casual three. I think I casually had three babies. During you casually our- had <laughs> three during. During the pandemic, I, so pretty I, I much. Casually I mean, three during our foray together, good housekeeping. But you know, people send me a list, and they're like, "What's the washer I should get?" And I'm like, "No, no, no, I'm not being responsible for that. I need to know where are you living? Do you have hard water? What are you doing with it? You know, like what else do you have? What do you care most about? Do you care about the dry time? Are you okay if they're not 100% dry, but that it was the most efficient machine?" Do you need to be able to have your own like silverware wrap? Like, what are the things that matter to you? I can't just unequivocally tell you this one. Um, so I get a lot of resistance and a lot of aggravation, but ultimately I have very satisfied customers because I, you know, intrinsically understand everything that they that they care about and that they're hoping to achieve with this. And I think, I think like behind all of that is the undercurrent of like, there is no perfect thing in most instances. It's a trade-off. So it's like, 
you're going to get all these amazing things, but you may not get that. But like, does that matter so much to you? No. Okay. So we're great with this one. So I think understanding all as best as you can upfront, all the things that are going to matter to you and that you care about, then we can find you, you know, the ideal product in that. Great. I don't, I'm sorry to be biased here, but I am. (laughs) (laughs) And so, and so I'm not that sorry because I am, I am biased here. And the main thing that I think that I just want to say after you say such a thing to me is I don't think that you even really know what a gift that is. That's such a gift. You are, you are a gift, Rachel. I'm here for you. I'm here for <laughs> Number you. Number one, you're a and gift. And every listener here. Thank you. Thank you. But here. what a gift, yeah. because that is really the true, that is really the, the truest statement of all is that if it, I mean, and the same is true of food. If you're not going to eat it, it doesn't matter if it has all the nutrients in the world. If it tastes terrible and you don't, or tastes terrible to you because taste is subjective too, right? right? Like, so if it doesn't, if it's not useful for you, if it's not something you care about, then what the hell is the point? Wait, I have a funny to drop in here. Okay. As Jesse and I both have Jesse's Rachel's husband, FYI. Oh, you're you're good at that. You're good at that. Oh, you're a professional. I'll fill it in. I'm filling it in. My husband and I both descend from Ashkenazi backgrounds, and as such, we have gastro issues. So it's a household. It's a if we were to go to dinner, it would be the four of us at a dinner table. It's tough. It's tough. Dairy free, gluten free. We're gonna need it with this. So anyway, so here we are, and Jesse started having aloe vera juice in his water in the morning. I don't, well, you should have called me. You well, obviously you're gonna be like, no, or no. What are you doing? But like, also like, okay, benign enough. I don't care. I accidentally, I make fun of him and I'm like, we eat our nutrients. We do these things, whatever. I've got all the RDs in my life in my head. I don't buy into these things. I'll let you talk after about this fad. But so anyway, I, I accidentally drink his water because I hydrate exceptionally well. I'm actually one of the few people on this planet who has been told by a doctor I was over hydrating (laughs) on several occasions. (laughs) If you didn't know it was a thing, it's a thing. I did it and I was forced to drain my bladder. Just slow it down. On multiple occasions. I just share this with everybody here. Please do. So I'm taking his water because what's his is mine and what's mine is mine. So I'm drinking, I drank mine, I'm onto his and it was the aloe vera juice. I get, you know, the mixture. I thought it was delightful. I, thought it was, I was like, Ooh, what's this? This is delicious. He's like, that is repulsive. How do you enjoy that? To the point of if it works yes. for you and you like it and you know, whatever. But yet here he is torturing himself. Thinks yeah. it's disgusting. I thought it was quite delightful. I, thought it was I mean, delightful. that's the thing. That is the thing. That is the thing. Whatever the the taste is personalized, but the use case is also personalized. So yeah. if it's working on his GI tract and right. it's not working right. on yours, sure. then maybe it's yeah. getting the job done, but at the same right. time, not at the expense of your own torture. Okay. Now, on this note, can we yes. discuss? Can we there's pivot? So just, there's so many things I want to discuss on this note. Okay. But I want to take this moment to get us into the the meal prep situation in the house of the, the Rothman Podell meal prep situation. I What's am happening? so glad you asked this question. <laughs> Rachel has like, a family of five. As she mentioned, she just banged out three kids in the midst of a pandemic, pretty much. I, Give I or actually, take a year or two. Yeah. I knocked there. them all out right before the onset of the pandemic. Right. So, so I was just weekend. lovely lockdown. Yeah. Yes. Yes. <laughs> so there we were. Yes. Um, so I like to think of myself, I think the title I am most proud of is visionary. 
I am the visionary in the kitchen. I am not the executor. No, no, no. That is my husband. I do not do such things, but I, I imagine our visionary. meals. I come up with great ideas. I am a visionary. I'm a visionary too. I would. Yeah. yeah. So Jesse is the, Jesse, the husband is the chef. Um, okay. And he, the executor. he actually, he, yeah, he's the executor. Um, yeah. And he's very good at it and I shouldn't do it. And he finds joy in it. And I don't find joy in it. I do find like meticulous chopping to be very therapeutic, oh, but rich. I have been banned from our kitchen with knives because <laughs> I have very unsafe knife skills. And I respect that from my husband. That is appropriate. It, in, in, in this scenario, it is appropriate. I am not but allowed to. But he'd take out the sharp things. Yeah. Yes, and just, just ban you from the kitchen. I, I get res- it. I respect Sharon Frank also once banned me. Um, and for those of you who don't know, Sharon is a culinary expert. Genius. And she, yes. And she was the director of the Kitchen Appliance Lab for a long time. She too banned me from using knives at the Good Housekeeping Institute. So I'm not allowed to use knives at work or at home. I want you all to know I'm actually quite capable. I ran a machine shop. I can do things with my hands, just not knives in food. Okay. So on we go. So here we are. And I obviously like to know everything in advance. I'm also a person who likes to like prepare and we have to do more of that, notably with a larger family. Um, it's hard though, Rage. It's hard. I mean, it's it hard. Is. It's really hard. But I finally got Jesse doing slightly larger batch cooking on the weekends so that we have, even just for ourselves, okay. and we have a lovely nanny who helps prepare the food for the kids as well. And now my kids are eating some food at school. So like, We've made smart moves to make our lives easier as best we can. Okay. Um, but yeah, no, every morning when we wake up, I'm like, what's for lunch? What's for dinner? Like, I need to know these things. And it creates, I think, slight anxiety in my husband, but like calmness and joy for me. So I would say yes. like, we're in a really, we're in a groove and there's certain nights that like we have specific things. Yeah. And this is for, this is for joy building parameters in this household. So for instance, on Friday, we celebrate Shabbat. I have my steak. I have my steak. I have my rice pilaf. (laughs) They call that a Shabbat steak. I think we call that a Shabbat steak. steak. And if anyone has known me my entire life, we have Near East rice pilaf. I have my garlic. I have my mushrooms. It's like this meal brings me happiness. I put a bite on my mouth and it's like, I'm salivating. I am happy. I am calm. The week just didn't happen. That's what this does to me. I want you all to know, I'm calling him out on this podcast. My (laughs) husband. Tried to have me cut back my red meat intake in the middle of the pandemic. I That's said, not right. It's I not said, right. No, no. It's not called and for. I went, you know what? I'm all for minimizing like the carbon footprint, all these other things. And I have drastically reduced my red meat intake. I want you all to know when Jackie first met me, I was having red meat seven days a week. I, I now I have go it in a give or take two to three times a day. <laughs> fact, fact. So anyway. Wait, David Chang. He can't Wait. be taking the steak away from you. Let's can't talk take it away. David can't Chang. take it away. Okay. Can't take it away. So David Chang, who has a new show, I don't recall the name of it. You go and I'll mm. type it in and find it. Sounds delicious. I said, like my mother. Whatever. Or my yeah. <laughs> <laughs> go find it on the David internet. Chang. Sounds delicious. Okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes. So he did, and he like made this whole commentary and he's like, and he also has investments in like alternative food sources mm. and all these things. But he's like, 
I like a steak and I'm going to eat a steak or I like this burger yes. and I'm going to still eat it. But you know what? If I've cut down someone who used to eat it seven times a week to one time a week or two times a week, that is making a larger impact than that person who had it once a month, once a year, whatever it is. Yes. So you eliminate me from having it multiple times a week to just that one. I'm actually Angry. making huge strides. <laughs> so I feel good. <laughs> this is where I met it out to make me mentally feel better about all of this from a sustainability perspective, et cetera. But the joy it brings me. Yeah. And so I also instituted, we've had a rough few months with the whole world, everything going yes. on, et cetera. Life is hard enough, Jess. Life That's what hard. I want to say. Right. So I so I instituted chicken cutlet Saturday night. So, so. Rachel says this to me, guys. I just want to announce for Rachel announces chicken cutlet Saturday as I'm taking a sip of coffee here. Yes. <laughs> So joy building. And now my husband, he obviously has to, like, he whips up his own breadcrumb blend because he's gluten free, dairy free and this, that, but it just, it's delicious and joyful. So now I'm working on him making at least twice as much because I do like that. Most food I do not like as leftovers, but chicken cutlet, yeah. And steak, yeah. Even though like- So anyway, so we are working and getting ahead of it. And the kids, like I said, we prepare more things in advance. Last night we did meal prep. So we prepped my daughter's lunch for school and my, we made overnight oats so that this morning it was seamless. And now I also share my three children eat like I eat. That means a lot. They they consume a lot of (laughs) calories during the day. My son, he wakes up a little after my two girls. So my oldest is five. Then I've just turned four. I cannot believe that, by the way. I mean, that's the second time I I've can. heard that I in the can. last the weekend. World, it's just world. disturbing me because I, the, I remember her as a tiny baby nug. And now I she's can't five. Re- I can't reconcile. She's a I can't reconcile human. it either. So my husband wakes up. Weird how we have We have There's just some people that live in my house. Someone. Someone related to me. But no, this is one that came out of me. So my son... He goes, <gasps> let's eat, eat, oh, eat, we eat, we eat, eat, we eat, eat. He won't, eat. He doesn't say hi. He doesn't greet people in the morning. Sometimes I get mama, 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 hi, mama. Eat. But other than that, mama, it's eat, 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 <laughs> eat, 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 time eats, eats, let's go, eats, eats, eats. Literally keeps reciting this until we feed him. Like, need to feed the oh, beast so or cute. he's like not calm, cool, and collected. I don't blame so, him. I so that's that. my, this is, so the morning routine is we try to prepare as much as we can before we have a few special days. So like, we're trying to institute more of that, like, you know, the rhythm and the routine and the specialness of it. So like on Saturday mornings, having hollow French toast. And on Sundays we do peanut butter sandwich waffles. So we have this amazing waffle maker that we can do this layer of peanut butter in the middle. And it is just delightful. And then like we get, we get modern bread and bagels. So even though I am no longer on the Upper West Side or Upper East Side, we have it shipped to us and we have modern bread and bagels. You know, like, so we're trying to make things easier for ourselves. And like, we're finally getting to a better place there. But like the kids are constantly evolving. Yeah. Like our things are shifting. So we're just being more mindful of it. And I think we're in a better place. My kids, knock on wood, like they eat anything and everything. Um, I think I today is National so Peanut much. Butter Day. I think so. I mean, I mean, this could be made up. You fact check me. This I, is what we were told this morning. <laughs> Go ahead and fact check me. Wait but, a like, second. That's beautiful. For anyone who did, had not, did not have the privilege of being around me during pregnancy. It's oh. the one time in my life I wasn't just a mealer. So my whole life, I was always a mealer. Like I ate meals instead of snacks. So like 
Some people have three meals a day. I would have like five meals, but like I would consistently. But they were like, but they, it was beautiful because they, you always love a proper, like a proper sit down. You might not be <laughs> seat, sitting down, Like you <laughs> might, not, might be, not be seated, but you like, like you would, I have seen you meal. take that chicken and rice with you into yeah. multiple different yes. rooms, yes. into <laughs> a test, into, into a lab test. Yeah. Just, I mean, I've seen it and it's so amazing. Mealer. Mealer. Yeah. But during pregnancy, I did have to increase my snacking. You did. So, I mean, and during breastfeeding. So I was pregnant and or breastfeeding for like six plus years nonstop. <laughs> for those of you who could do math. Not for the faint of not for yeah. the faint of heart. Literally pregnant or breastfeeding for six years. Um, so I I had I had copious amounts of peanut butter. There was always three o'clock peanut butter snack, whether that was yes. in a smoothie. Which I was allowed when straight I was pregnant. Straight from the jar, straight out of the jar, straight out of different out jars. On jar, a banana, on celery, <laughs> on another jar, in another spoon, whatever it was. All three of my kids consume insane amounts of peanut butter. We go through, I don't know, like two jars a week in like an insane amount. So today on National Peanut Butter Day, we no didn't have it. peanut butter. No. I can't even, I can't even, I can't even say the words, but we had like our reserves. So I always make sure we have like backup yeah, reserves. You, it's like things. in the basement, right? Like you've got so the, the peanut butter stored up. We're okay. not the good peanut butter. And my son took a bite and God bless his heart. He goes, no, yeah, <laughs> Jesse. And I said, I see, I told you we could all discern the difference between that. And it was pandemic stockpile. Of peanut butter. Who do you and think Jesse we wants, are, Jess? Jesse who do you wanted think we to are? exhaust it. And I, you know, he makes fun of me. I'm a super taster for those of you who don't know. It means I have more taste buds per surface area than the typical person. I can, I can discern yeah. these things. Yes. And he tries to put sometimes one over on me and he's like, you can't tell that. And I'm like, I can't. It's gross. It's right. Gross. I don't know what you're doing. So anyway, that is, I, on my, we diverted somewhere along the way. No, I mean, that's the meal prep. That's the kind of meal prep stuff that I feel like is critical. First of all, can I just give another major shout out to you for even making peanut butter such a heavily rotating <laughs> component of the Rachel Rothman, Jesse Podell of the universe that is your livelihood at home? Because, yes. because first of all, right there, majorly sustainable food. The Arguably the most sustainable food is a peanut right? That's what I'm saying right there. Number one, number two, protein up the wazoo. We got unsaturated fats in there. We've got tons of nutrients. That's all kinds of things that your kids need, that you need, that everybody needs to actually function. So I feel great about it. I feel like I talk feel about very it, strongly. a very, very smart thing to have in bulk. <laughs> I feel very strongly protein with all meals. You know this about me. Like I, I literally I don't, do I don't get status. And my husband sometimes tries to skimp on it. And I'm like, I need Can't it. Skimp. I need it for my fuel. What are you doing? No, so, you go yeah. to the so jar. So if I, we were having the oatmeal, the the oats, we needed yeah. peanut butter because I needed the protein with yes. it. Yes. And, and then, that creaminess. I mean, if you haven't tried that combo, you're missing something special. You need the mouthfeel of yes. all those things together. And he yes. always finds it weird because it's like, I need the perfect bite with everything. No, like I, I completely agree with you, Rach. Completely agree. Yes. What are people doing who don't like, I want every bite to be the best special like, what, yes. like you know what I mean like what are you doing people yes. and I get down to the last bite and I will literally give him some of the like if it just everything everything it's always it's always worked out in those proportions do you so, guys are you guys splitting up the grocery shopping or is this a, a so this is activity? actually very interesting okay this mm. is one thing Jesse manages oh. this may have to be taken away 
But Jesse <laughs> manages this. For those of you who couldn't hear my whisper, I said we may eventually have he to might, take We may over. have to swap no, that one. I've been okay. auditing mm-hmm. a little bit more closely just because we're both stretched a little thin. But yeah. we'll go over the list together. But this is something that like he manages. The kitchen is his domain. The pantry yeah, is his domain. He, he handles that. So he's got his places. So we were really big on doing Baldor really early in the pandemic. So yeah. for those of you who don't know, Baldor traditionally has like serviced all the major restaurants. Yeah. They pivoted brilliantly during the pandemic and started doing groceries to, to people. So, but you had Amazing. to order like more in bulk, which yeah. not a problem for our family. Not a problem not at all. A problem. <laughs> <laughs> so like when we were like we weren't going anywhere so like Baldur is a part of it thrives a part of our ordering we do the whole foods ordering so we're still like really mindful about like going places so like most of our food is delivered to us um but from various places for different things so like yeah we have the amazon order we have the thrive order we have the Baldur order we have the different ones um so Rach, yeah then- this is one of those that i feel like i would be like Rach, what's the best app for grocery shopping and she'd be like Okay, we got to go way back. <laughs> okay, so now- Wait, can we let's- go, I'll go back to food for a moment for yes, you. Yes, please. I want to share another yes, joyful Please, I, w- I really- yeah, I, For anyone who has- Those are always welcome. Yet, okay. Or who maybe has, like, I think one, just in terms of like the food that I consume now- mm. It's different. Like my, like my palate has evolved since yeah. having children. Okay. I remember Marcus Samuelson actually like flagged this for me. I was pregnant with, I'm going to say baby too, but I actually have <laughs> Who no knows? recollection. Some baby <laughs> I was pregnant with. And I remember being like saying to him, I was like, yeah, well, I can't really have spicy. And he's like, but can you, you're pregnant. Maybe you can. And I was like, let's do it. And I like, hi. And I'm like, I can now take spicier foods. Like who knows? So it was like, right. my palate has changed. And also just like, so one from a palate perspective, but two, just like my interaction with food has never been as positive as it is today. Like having children oh. allowed me to rewire myself in a way that I don't think I would have done without them. Okay. Like, tell us, I think, give us more so on that. This is on so many levels. Like ju- the first level being like, I recognize food as like a fuel source always. Yeah. But like, I recognize I needed to be giving myself better quality food when Mm. I was pregnant with someone because it wasn't just for myself. It was for them. And like, I started spending a little bit, like we could go through the list of like what to get organic, what not to get, what, where does it matter? Where does it not? But like, I was not as good to myself or my body as I should have been until I had children. And like, Mm. then when I was, you know, pregnant, and or postpartum when I was breastfeeding, like recognizing how important it was what I was putting in my body to benefit them. And then also yeah. like another tentpole of that. I know you have so many things you want to say. No, no, but the, like my brain's on fire. Language. Yeah. Yes. Like the language of it. Like I, I think it's true. Like we all have not always 100% the best relationship with food. Or just Particularly the best vocabulary, a, even if we correct. do have the yes, best relationship yes, with it. Yes. Sometimes we don't fair, speak fair, out loud very, like we do. Totally. True shit. Yeah. True shit. Very true. But I, I, I at times did not always have like the best like interaction or relationship with yeah. food. Never like horrific, but never, right. let's say the best. Like, and right. there were times when I was like, well, I can't eat this or I shouldn't eat this or, right. you know, well- uh, working at whatever it may have been, like all, yeah. all these different things that, you know, as an adolescent, Just factor girl, in. yeah. Yeah. And like, 
I hear that I'm so much more mindful about the words that I use when I'm yeah. talking about food and I'm talking about the wellness and the nutrition and the healthfulness. Like my daughter this morning, she like, she grabbed, a, she was like, no, I'm not in the mood for, you know, the oats today. I'm going to have this granola bar. It's, it's, it's healthful. It'll, it'll give me all the energy that I need for today. I know that it'll, it'll make me, you know, have all my energy in me. And I was like, that's beautiful. Like it, it that's was just, beautiful. it was, re- it was really like, it wasn't, it wasn't like good or bad, like just using words right, like good no or bad. Like, right. good or bad. There's like, no value. There's no value here. Right. You know, do you, you enjoy it? Are you being mindful so that you're getting all the appropriate nutrients you need so that your body can have the appropriate fuel to run and thrive yeah. and all these things? That's important. Like, are you eating well so that you can stay healthy and like, right. you know, your body's able to fight off different things. That's great. Like, and just like the dialogue around what is food, what does food mean? How are the foods you're eating impacting your body? But like in a obviously age appropriate way. But the other day my daughter was like, oh, I want some steak and potato, like steak and rice for breakfast. And like, oh, she's you. at first so I was she's like, you. no, yeah, she's me. <laughs> but first of all, I was like, no. And then I was like, why can't she have steak and rice for right. breakfast? That's a, that's a perfectly great breakfast, steak and rice. Like yes. sure, I'm gonna throw some avocado, whatever it was like on the side. But I was like, that's only because where we live, where we grow up, people don't really 100%. eat that for breakfast. It's not a breakfast food. And it's like, no. Are you getting a great nutritional profile? Sure. Enjoy. Like, why not? I love it. Um, I also lot, love the validation that she's truly your child. I mean, besides the <laughs> fact that you gave birth to her, like, wow. I mean, just in case you forgot, mom, it's me. Just like, she, she can eat <laughs> an entire cantaloupe, an entire watermelon in one sitting. Like these kids, it's so funny. Like we joke. I don't know if Jesse had to be there for, you know, the procreation, right? Because like, these kids are me through and through, notably in their physical appearance and in their eating habits. They, they are, are me. you. They are me. It's a beautiful thing. Okay. Can yeah. we go back for one second? Actually, it's not back. It's really more like forward. It's really more like forward. I have a couple yeah. more little nugs of things I need you to share with us. Number one. Number yes. one, you mentioned a waffle maker. And I want to talk... Yeah. <laughs> I want to zero in on that. What, what, is there anything else that's in your kitchen that came from a, from a good housekeeping institute test that you were like, this is an appliance yeah. I rely on. That doesn't just have to be a kitchen appliance. It can be any type of appliance that you're like, I discovered this during a test and I will never yeah. go a day without it again. Multiple, multiple. Okay. So like Alexa's a mainstay and my kids yes. like love it and interact with it. Um, Something that like we're really into right now is the June oven, but like just like a smart Ooh. oven and like a, a multi-purpose okay. um, one combi oven, if you will. Yeah. Um, and the intelligence behind it is like insane. Like their their visual algorithm for like figuring out what it is and how long to appropriately do it. So for someone like myself who doesn't know how to appropriately cook things, it does it for <laughs> you and it does it properly. Like, and that's not true with all things. Um, so true. Okay. Like, yeah, but like most, most of our things in the kitchen are like, I would say staples and like tried and tested, right. you know, true things like the things I would tell someone to put on their registry. So like we have a Vitamix, it is a, it's a splurge, but like we use yeah. it a lot in our household. Yeah. Um, it we can have a, do a lot of things too. I've got to say, it really can do a lot. It can do a lot. It can do a lot. Yeah. And we have the hot and the cold, like the hot and cold. So we can do like the soups in it. We can do like, yeah it's like a ritual in our house with the smoothies and the kids knowing how to operate it and knowing like what level to put it at and how to do it and all these things. Um, so yeah, there's, I mean, there's a lot in the food space, but I would say more of our things are probably like traditional 
Um, we had to go like crazy on the organization in it yes. just because of like the in and out of everything. Yeah. So like, just like bins and storage and all that stuff. Um, and like had to organize things in our pantry just so we can see it all and get to it all. Yeah. But like something that I'm actually in the current struggle of is creating the appropriate environment that facilitates my oldest daughter having the freedom and like the self-confidence to get yeah. her own things, but that still creates a safe and like more restricted environment for the other ones. So having them so close Ooh. in age, that is something that like we struggle with. So that Ooh, that's interesting. Anyone has a great, hard. anyone yes. has a great product in that space, please call share Rachel. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Call me. Let me know. I would love to, I would love to that feature it. hard. Yeah. But like I, th- I think for us. Yeah. So I, I would say like, those are the aha techie type things. Um, we just finished our fitness awards. Oh. And I have to say that. I'm yes. a hydro lover. Like hydro. Growing, you get over 80% of the muscles in your body activated at once. Like it is a beautiful workout. It is well done. The technology is great. The community is great. I really love that product. Um, and I think that there's just like a lot of trends and health and wellness from a fitness perspective that I'm yeah. super excited about. That what are, are like, they? Tell us. So like the mini workout, like all of a sudden that's cool again. Like you don't necessarily need to go in to be able to get like this really high quality workout. The traditionally medical or professional grade products are now trickling down to consumers world. And that gets me super jazzed. I'm like yes. a gazillion friends. Let's talk about tech trends. I think this year will be significantly more iterative than, you know, innovative Ooh. for a multitude of reasons. So I think we're going to have an iterative year because supply chain delays because people have not experienced the world because people have been in their homes for all these reasons. I think that this year is going to almost be what last year should have and or could have been. So I don't think that you're going to see anything that's like, wow, like CES happened. It came, it went. I know. know, It went quietly into the night. (laughs) It went. There were like a few things that like we suspected would be discussed that were discussed that I was excited about. So there are things that like I'm excited by. So like in vehicles, having the electrification of the country, exciting. Were we there yet? No. What was one of the main like reasons for that is because people had range anxiety. So like cars couldn't go very far. Now batteries are better. So cars can go longer and further. So like having, um, you know, Ford had a big one and they were announcing it uh, of having like 400 plus miles for a recharge. That's cool. I no longer need to be worried. I can go from here to Florida where you are on a single charge. Great. That That's is super such exciting. A cool Maybe concept, I'm geographically challenged. I'm still, geographically challenged, as you know. Whatever like, you can go for. You see what I'm you see what I'm saying. You see what I'm saying. So anyway. So like again, going real far. Less more more it, we were talking about like the ecosystems and them converging and coming together yeah. and being able to play nicer together. Like once matter happens, yes, that is something where all of them start playing nicely together and you don't have to think like well, does this only work with Alexa? Does this only work with HomeKit? Does this work with two of them? Whatever it is, like just everything being able to operate together and cohesively is when you start getting like the benefits of those technologies. So like when my washer can speak to my dryer, so it knows, great, that's great. Or it can alert me or it can tell me if there's a problem with it or it tells me all those things. Like the proactive nature of technology is coming. Are we there yet? No. So like I keep feeling like, you know, next year, it's going to be a great, great leap forward. Great year. Having these like, incre- yeah, we keep having these incremental movements forward for yeah. all the reasons that we know that it has been, whether it be politics, whether it be the world, whether yes. it be supply chain issues, all these things. So like from a technological standpoint, do I think cool things are going to happen? Yes, but I think 
overarchingly, this is going to be an iterative year. That being said, I uh, work uh, alongside my husband, who <laughs> is in the fintech space. For those of you who aren't familiar with that, that is financial technologies. So he's in that sphere and like hearing about crypto and all those other things. So like, great, cool, awesome. So I think you're going to, it's, you know, more things are going to be going mainstream. So from like the tech cool, good things will happen. But like, where am I excited? Where do I yeah. think like we're starting to see real progress? Still not there yet, but I'm excited <laughs> by it is actually the baby tech space. And Ooh. I know you will say to me, really, Rachel? It's, uh, I don't know. So like converging cool. two things I love more than anything, babies and technology, technology into baby technology <laughs> excites me. And now I say this not to be, you know, flippant, but like baby tech in general, a lot of it, notably because it was like the first generation in yeah. the last few years, not so great. Like you want to have a great product, do something that's going to improve someone's life and they're going to recognize that was a problem you solved and you're going to do it seamlessly. Yeah, That was not the case. That was not the case with this industry at okay. all. But they were trying. So like hats off to you. But like, for instance, I'll go, you know, what, one of my, you know, platforms to, to, to die on is that we have a culture where it's yeah. like breastfeed, 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 yes. breastfeed. I had my first child and they like, it was like, okay ish in the span of like two years between three children. Yeah. It was like, that was the only thing that was acceptable. Like you can't leave right. without breastfeeding Which is child. so and it crazy. Like, it's so crazy. Uh, and it like, comes, it's we like don't have a society ways. that supports it. Right. So like, here I am three months after I'm meant to go back to work. Yeah. So like, the society we have in the community that we have is is not supporting the logic of like how we used to feed babies. Right. So I used to be in a community and I like, you know, would be feeding the baby anywhere right. and everywhere and whatever have you. But like now there's distance between me and the baby. Now I have work and now I have right. all these other things so that there wasn't like the appropriate resources to help fill in those gaps. So like new pumps that are fit into your bra, granted yeah. they all still need some refinement, but like I can now do that on the go. So I'm riding on the subway and I was pumping and no one really knew. Did my breasts look a little distorted? Yeah. They but did. maybe I'm a coat. Maybe you a coat. You know what they look like. So like you would notice, <laughs> but like, you know, a, a general person probably wouldn't notice what was going on. So I say all this to say that like, those are things that excite me. And like baby yeah. technology, again, not when they do it to scare parents, but when they do it to do something that is going to be like Proactive. really helpful. So we're living in a society proactive and and empowering parents. Yeah. I'm excited by that. Like that is something that really excites me. Even like baby camera monitors have gotten so much better, even though that's just a marketing thing for the most part, like right. the technology and the smarts inside of them are the same as any yeah. monitor right. um, other than things that they then layer on from the tech front. But like the nuts and bolts of it are the same, okay. but like, just like the resolution. So like even in, if you have a nest or something like that, like the fact that the camera can now get the entire room, without you having to pan or move it or whatever have you. So like I have one camera in a room with two of my children and I can see the entire room. So if I need to just peek in on it, I can see it. So like, again, there's, there's like layers on all of this and it yeah. still needs a lot of refinement, but like baby technology. And I want to broaden that to say more like in the parenting tech space. Ooh, cool. I'm excited by it. So like That's in so interesting. in, in all those things, like, Find ways to Wait, make give me an my life better so that I so that I can spend more time doing the things that like I love and yes. value to me, like having dance parties with the Sonos blasting and we do our tushy dance and that's what you we gotta set do. up our op you know, like that's I want to spend my moments doing that. And so can you move 
remove friction on things that were like agitating to me. Prioritize. And breastfeeding was one of those things. Thank you. Prioritize the tushy dancing. You can't, you can't live, you can't live a, a truly meaningful existence without a good tushy dance powered by Sonos. Sonos, if you want to sponsor this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> right? let, I me mean, tell you the, let me tell you the ways in which I love sodas. So anyway, <laughs> long and short of it is yeah. to say all the things I think that we've been saying for the last year, yeah. maybe even two years, it's not like we've done this like massive leap forward. I think like some things are smart marketing. A la you have Facebook rebranding itself as meta. Now everyone has heard of meta and what that right. is. Um, but like, again, is it this like giant leap forward or is it, you know, we're still iterating on what does virtual reality look like? What do these situations look like, et cetera? And how does that okay. play out? So I think you'll, you'll continue to see things. I think the underlying software and technologies for things will continue to get better. So you may not be seeing it like in this moment, but, uh, you know, in the payment space or something, you know, every time you check out, yeah. you can check out through Amazon, you can check out through Google, you can check out through all these different things. But like previously, was that being done in a way that was the most beneficial to you and to them? Maybe not. But now yeah. you're going to start seeing, you know, improvements on that. But as it relates to, yeah, so as it relates to technology, it's like there are ways in which you can see it. It's the whole like, you know, people being un- yeah. like nervous about digital safety in general. Yes. It's like, okay, someone's going to steal my my information. Like every single time you used to go to a restaurant, you handed your credit card over. Right. The credit card disappeared and you didn't see it. And right. eventually you brought it back. <laughs> like, why weren't you afraid someone could steal it there? You know what I mean? So Rach, I think it's just like, that's it's, such the a good known, point. it's the yes. known entity of what's happening and how it's being handled. So like, do new procedures and tools and things have to be put in place to make sure it's safeguarded? Sure. But also it's just like kids will be there. Social media in some capacity will be there. Like I think the pendulum shift, like we're very far in one direction and hopefully we come back a little, but it's like, they're not going anywhere. People will be communicating digitally, whether it's on, you know, some social media platform, whether it's in the metaverse, you know, kids will be interacting in, different digital capacities. So instead of just being like afraid of it, embracing it, understanding it, putting in the appropriate tools. I have conversations with my kids all the time about like, what does this mean? What is the implication of this? Where it's just, it's conversation and dialogue and it's not something scary or something they should be afraid of, but more something that they should just be mindful of and thinking through and all those things. So it may not be, the the whole point of that is to just say, it may not be visible to you um, and or me, but there are things that are advancing that I think in another year, in another two years, in another five years are going to have a real benefit and impact on us. Whoa. Um, but like how, how much better can TVs get? How much better can, right. you know, like all these things right. get? Like they're going to continue to get better. So how much cool. better is your phone going to get? It's going to keep getting incrementally better. It's not like you're going to have the next iPhone and it's going to be like, wow, that's 10x better. You know what I I mean? This is an embarrassing thing to admit, but I'm just going to admit it here in this safe space. Are you on like the iPhone 6? (laughs) No, no, I have a 12 Pro Max, but I will will (laughs) put my husband on blast for a moment and just tell you that over the summer, uh, I went to look for my phone a morning that one of the dogs had a little GI regurge situation Mm -hmm. happening um, Mm -hmm. on our bed and we were meant to leave for a trip that day. And I'm looking for my phone and it turns out um, it was spinning in in the washing machine. Uh-huh. <laughs> With the so that I mean nothing covered, no Apple Care covering that one. I mean there was nothing. Yeah. 
we had to start from ground zero and that that was not the story yeah. that was not the embarrassing story i was going to tell you the embarrassing story i was going to tell you i almost just oh yeah is it my dream product my dream product okay and and <laughs> this is like it's like if we could do this like if we could do what we're doing and let's say it wasn't recorded let's just say we were on the phone we were on facetime i yeah. need something that helps me do the other things with my hands. Like, what if I wanted to do the laundry and have a conversation with you or cook dinner and have have a conversation with you? Yeah. I kind of want something that, like, does a Jetsons, like, hangs, <laughs> but, like, yeah. follows so, like, me with the robots, phone. Yeah, household robots still not, like, there, there, there. But, like, are there things that can follow you with the phone? Yes. I also think, though, that there's going to be improvement to, like, language Ooh. recognition. So you're going to be able to control things verbally without needing the physical input. So, like... Again, are we, is that actualized yet? No, to its full potential by no means, but like That's you're getting to a place where there's better audio recognition. So with yes. that, it gives you back your hands from. The so reason why I called this embarrassing, by the way, just for context, because now like that sounded re relatively like probably other people I mean, feel like that too. We have done I know it's so true. Of each other. Completely true. Exactly. I mean, that's nothing. Yeah. That's a, that's a nothing thing. But on, on top of that, the only other thing I would add to that is is that I was really thinking more like what if it was like a GoPro but a GoPro in general just sort of embarrasses me is that wrong yeah <laughs> I mean there's no reason to be embarrassed per se right. I mean like maybe a little what do you right well like what do people need a GoPro like it's just like a strange look yeah what well that's the point what are you doing with it right. too like are you like Sean White and you want to record yourself like right, shredding like, it like cool. by all means please go that's for it cool like you doing it walking down the street is, is strange a creepy. it's a like, little creepy who am I who am I trying to record right like what are you doing what I don't am know I doing? like if it's just me no if it's sense. for like self purposes I don't know I don't know I don't know cool. Rach all right okay okay my last I have two more when we first met it was 2014 ish yeah it would have been 20 love. and we fell in love instantly I mean I just remember the first week you were away you happened to be on PTO at that moment in time and I just remember thinking what? who is PTO. this Rachel person get her back here I've got to meet her because she sounds amazing but the thing the one kind of phrase I remember us talking about all the time was sharing economy Okay. Like we were, there was always the sharing economy, the yeah. Uber, the WeWork, the, all of this. Yeah, yeah. I mean, as much as we could, we could do, we could do the rapid fire. What are the things that make us want to eye roll moment? <laughs> sharing economy might be one of those phrases, but if you had to say like, what is today's, like, what's the 2020 share? I mean, 2020. Oh my God. That was two years ago. Wait, I just got really Wait, pause. I thought you were just going to ask me if I wasn't doing what I was doing, what would I be doing in the sharing economy? And I Please, got excited for that one because I'd be a what professional sandwich maker. That's a great idea. Obviously. Full <laughs> stop. Full you, stop. Also, you do. I've never seen someone I make toast so quite like you. You get it, it so, right every it time. So it would be so good. Like it would just be perfect. But anyway, I, okay. I digress. Okay. So what okay. is that? What is that of today? Yes. I mean, for a while, I guess, like, the internet of things, but I feel yeah. like we're beyond that, like, from yeah. a hype talk, like, perspective. Uh, okay. Internet of things. But, like, maybe it's, okay, because, like, like during the pandemic, one thing I feel like we were hearing more and more about was, like, telehealth, like, all of the, all of the telehealth. Like, yeah. you can yeah, see yeah. a dietitian on telehealth. You could see any, like, any yeah. sort of profession would yeah, have yeah. some sort of thing like that. But does that have? Tele. Tele-everything. 
Tell her everything. You heard it here first, people. Tell her everything. Well, I think like part of that was like removing right. of the fifth wall because it's like we were now in bed with you. We were totally. in your room with you. Like I am experiencing your life with you. Um, so there was yeah. that, but like the removal of that wall. But no, that's not it. Hold on. I no, kind we need of to think like that phrase though. The removal of the f- yeah. of the fourth wall. Fourth. Did wall? I just? Did I, yeah, I, just, I called it. I <laughs> Guys, it's here. I don't sleep. It's here first. It's I don't the sleep. removal of the I, fifth wall, though. It's the ceiling. So it's the ceiling's so off. I, <laughs> I refer. I refer to my afternoon coffee as my maintenance. That like is. my first cup of coffee of the day is like joy. Juice. Yeah, you know, it's like it's needed, but it's like I enjoy it. My second cup is maintenance and I have not had my second cup yet. It's so almost time. ergo, you are, you are exactly. receiving things like Wait. the fifth wall. I try to cut it off by three o'clock. So I'm a little late today, but That's it's fine. okay. You got five more Wait, minutes. I, have to, I got five more minutes. We're good. We're good. All right. I'm going to get you back come to you back, now. You I'm can to come say, back yeah, to this because I mean, you like, just segued yeah, it's us the virtualization, into. It's the virtualization of everything. You know, that obviously. Yes. But no, none of that. I mean, I... I think the great migration away from corporate. That's yes. big one, you know. The great resignation. The great <laughs> great resignation. <laughs> you know the the. But yeah, I think you're I basically I, saying I think it's it with hard. the removal of the fourth wall. Like that really actually sums all of those things up. Kind of is because like there if you, you can do anything Sounds from anywhere based off right. of then really your only challenges are whether or not you know the difference between your modem and your router and that's my challenge and and janet's <laughs> challenge too but maybe they're the same thing. they're the same thing maybe maybe it's possible that they're the same thing. Blowing. okay great this is this is how we end every episode of this podcast which is that you tell us now in this case normally i give a little lead up with um a billionaire who's decided to become an astronaut. But I, I mean, I just feel like that's so beyond you at this point, which is that like if Richard Branson were like, we're going to space, Rachel, yeah. come come with me. Tell me everything you know about technology and keep this thing in flight, okay? But like you are getting yeah. ready to go and you're like, I need a great day of my favorite foods. What is on the menu? Let's, you, it can be a meal. It can be a day. It can be okay, okay. a breakfast. Oh, this is great. This we is can great. limit this is, it to... No, no, this is great. This is great. I also want to be clear. I did not prep for this podcast because I love you that much. And I wanted this to be raw style. <laughs> just like I like my almond and my peanut butter. So I'm going to start the morning. Okay. I would really like my avocado toast. I knew, just a little I bit it. of like... I knew she was going to go avocado toast. With, Sounds I need, great. Yeah. And I would say... And I would say two fried eggs on top, but like, no, I want three. Cause I want one on yes. each of the pieces of toast. And then I want to be able to have a Rogue. bonus one for extra dipping and I'll split it in half, but then I'll have extra yolk to, a, to you know, to really this soak it up. This is why I love Rachel so, so much because so this is prob- so, that's such a legit reason. <laughs> I, yes. Yeah. And then I'd have Grady's cold brew just cause yes. like I need to drink cold coffee to keep my my track going appropriately but yes. for some weird reason i can't drink hot coffee it gives me a migraine i also like it, i just can't drink hot beverages so i'd be having my my iced yes. coffee with my my oat milk in some in like some form i'd be having my yes. avocado toast but then like yeah, I would probably maybe want some like pastrami locks on it. On oh just one of them. God, not on both from of them. Bunny green but grass? just on one of them. Yes. Just on one side. Yeah. Okay. My mouth so is watering. Is my... You just said pastrami locks and I literally am feeling I'm feeling like, oh my God. Yeah. I could no, really use that. It's childhood. From Barney it's, Greengrass? It's salt. Yes. It's like 
it, it hits a lot of different notes, but then like the avocado also can't be like too mashed. It has to be like thick. The toast has to be thicker, like all of these things. Like, obviously this is just like a given. I don't even need to spell those things out. Um, the perfect avocado okay. toast so with three eggs and with three eggs. and one side with pastrami locks on it. Yeah. But just one of them. Yes. Like, I don't want, I, let's not go crazy. Let's not go okay. crazy. Yeah. Because it's my last day. Yes. It's not three meals. It's going to be five meals. Okay. Thank you. Okay. <laughs> okay. I wouldn't want okay. it any other way. Yes. Mm-hmm. All right. I mean, can I just throw out all the meals? Maybe not in the order. Cause like, Please. just in terms of like, just okay. Throw so them obviously out there. There, would, there would be steak, a box yes. of Neary's rice pilaf. There would be a whole <laughs> garlic that's been roasted to perfection. My garlic, I have my sauteed mushrooms with um, garlic scapes. So you need to have the garlic scapes. And now we all know garlic scapes, or maybe we don't, but you should know. If you don't know, go add it to your list. Know this. Garlic scapes are only available for a very limited time of year. May so through May? Them. Is it May? Chop them up. Yeah, it's around that. You <laughs> chop them. No, it's close. I feel like it's closer to July. I, okay. This, this is a fact-checking scenario that okay. has to happen we'll fact-check I'm it going later. with July off the cuff, not quite sure. Amazing. And also like my eggs would have been Browder's eggs from out east if we were talking about it so just so we're aware okay, okay. routers mm-hmm. at ooh, the the yellowest yolks that are delightful so wow. good um okay so moving on with my rice and my mushrooms with the garlic scapes in an ideal world they'd be fresh fresh but if mm-hmm. not i mm-hmm. have them frozen from and they're Round ready to go Swab farms is ooh, that where we're at oh Oh, you know my love notes. Okay, so they have a dark chocolate popcorn at Round Swamp that yeah, sometimes they do. I go to sleep like counting those popcorns. There okay. are three granolas I will eat in this world. Three, three. There are three granolas. Round Swamp is one of them. There is one that used to be available at Hugh. R.I.P. I know, um, and that was called Healing Foods, I believe. Healing Foods. It granola. was something baked something and it was the almond butter crunch was you introduced me but it was called healing foods and i think it was the almond crunch was the we're gonna find them was okay so there's those two and then there's also the cacao granola that was available the guy what was the cacao place on 14th street or 13th street oh god so max brenner did his spin-off because he was banned from working at the chocolate place (laughs) a lot of politics there i'm not gonna get into it really love what he's done it is delightful. Those are the three granolas. I don't remember the name of that place. Though, so but at you're some right. point, one of my snacks would be having that. And now you could either go the yogurt route or you can go yes. the milk route. But like the milk, you have to let it soak just a little, not too much. So it's not soggy. It has to be I just know. the right amount of crunch, but like mixed in with the milk so that you get like the goodness from that. All right. Those are two. I, I mean, listen, I could just, I, these are just the Rage. things. Um, right. The best prob- thing about this is that I don't think that we're alone in feeling because as you're describing some of these little these little nugs of preparation, yeah. I just yeah. feel like I couldn't agree more. Yeah, like you don't want it too soggy, but right. you don't you don't want it to be too crispy. Like there's a Completely. lot happening there. Like there's a lot Why? of considerations. <laughs> I think a lot of my agitation stems from like if you're doing it, do it right. Do and it for, right. right for me, maybe yes. different for you. Like which is Jesse, a completely wonderful if, thing. Let's celebrate it, but also make me the food the way I want the food. <laughs> if I'm gonna eat a burger, yes. and maybe it would be a tweed bison burger because I just Ooh. ate steak. So maybe I'm gonna balance it with some bison. So yes. I'm being, you just know, mindful. It out. But yeah. like, it has to be at least 12 ounces. I'm sorry. <laughs> like, I only eat steakhouse burgers. 
Why else waste it? My husband loves Couldn't to waste more. ground meat. No, Can't if doing I'm doing that. it, I want it in the most perfect form and I want it medium rare. And I say medium rare, but I really mean closer to rare. And I yes. want it to be so juicy and delicious and to each their own. Some people don't like it that way, but you're doing it wrong. So anyway, okay. there would be that. <laughs> then, I mean, I'd probably Great. have a cantaloupe, a is really ripe, dessert, delicious is cantaloupe. Is there dessert involved? Is it going to be? There's definitely cantaloupe yeah. involved. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, there'll be cantaloupe or a watermelon, but like more cantaloupe. It would be two thirds cantaloupe to a third watermelon, but okay. really juicy on okay. both of those fronts. Yes. Um, I started eating more sweets since my last pregnancy. Okay. So the boy, the boy did it to me. The two girls, I didn't crave any <laughs> sweets whatsoever. <laughs> I craved sweets my entire pregnancy with my son. I also very oddly craved hibachi. <laughs> I had a very traumatic hibachi meal. I will not speak of it. Oh, no. Uh, oh, so but I sorry. do hope you and your husband, we could do an outdoor <laughs> hibachi night soon. I'd be really excited for that. The benefit of the pandemic and having hibachi outside is you no longer have to burn your clothes after having a hibachi that is, night. That because is Because you're such outside a great with point. nature. It's and such it'll a great you no yes. longer have to burn the clothes after you eating aerate. your hibachi. It's a natural yeah. aeration. I do Completely. love a hibachi fried rice. So maybe that we'll throw that in there amazing. too. I do okay. love, I mean, I clearly love red meat. I love rice. She loves I'm really rice, not people. that into sweets. I do eat like slightly more sweets now, but like I just don't have, that's not, I don't it's crave It's really sweets. your thing. Yes. Okay. No. Like my body. Right, so you think between the avocado toast, the eggs, the yeah. pastrami locks, the rice pilaf, yeah. of course, from Near East, yeah. the... Yeah. Bison burger and obviously at least one to two medium rare steaks. Yeah. Mm -hmm. 12 ounces each. Yeah. I think we're good. Like, and a cantaloupe, two thirds cantaloupe and a third yeah. watermelon. I feel like we've got a good setup going. I need something else sweet thrown in that. Okay. I need something peanutty. Like, uh, mm. even like a juice gen peanut butter split. But like, I would probably yes. add dates for just a kick of that. But like, just yes. one or two, not too many. You are and going like, to space tomorrow. You don't want to go nuts on the dates. I don't, I don't want to go crazy. Not crazy. I'm going to be there with Richard. Like I know. Not gonna we let, don't you know? know about the bathroom situation in space. We don't I know. I do have to say, I learned a lot because, as you know, I went to Budapest with Matt Damon yes. while he was filming The Martian yes. to talk yes. about the science. So if anyone knows of the science of this, <laughs> you know, you're speaking to the pro here. Um yeah, those are those are a few of my favorite things. I love um, that so much. This is such yeah. a treat, Rachel. Okay, you got to tell us where can everybody find you? I'm so glad that you were here. This was such a treat for today. You have, as usual, uplifted me into a new echelon of lightness and being. I'm like, I'm light. I'm happy. I feel on after talking to you. And I Always. hope all those listening do also. If you were to follow me on social media, you would exclusively see me in matching clothing with my children at Rachel underscore Rothman. So that is at your, uh, <laughs> your <laughs> prerogative. So do it or don't do it. Uh, you'll probably see that. some tushy dances. You'll yes. see a lot of kids toys. We're so that's on that. you. That's what we need. I mean, I, I, I filter that in with, you know, different awards that we do at Good Housekeeping and, and whatnot. But And when are those uh, fitness awards? When can we look forward to those? Fitness awards drop last week. Go online. Oh my you can God, see the greatest and new, okay. new smart home gym tech, all that cool stuff. That's all on there. Uh, Love it. New fitness workouts. Really, like, if I have to say, our... The team is insanely awesome. Our SEO team is insanely awesome. Our editorial support, everybody is insanely awesome. Like if you need the best of something, go to goodhousekeeping.com. Yes. Like, I always I mean, do, by a, the way. A, I, even though I haven't worked there in a while, I still always go whether, there. It's like whether you want to or not, 
Yes. If you search for it, you will find us. (laughs) You will find us. Uh, So yeah, if you need anything, go to goodhousekeeping.com. It's all there. All amazing, awesome things. But follow me if you want to see Tushy Dance. We do. We all do. We all do. Great. We have really good best. This was the best. Thanks so much for tuning in today to this episode of On the Side with Jackie London. If you enjoyed today's episode, please snap a screenshot of your podcast app on your phone, post it to your Instagram stories, and tag me at Jacqueline London RD to let me know your favorite takeaway from any part of the episode. If you're loving the show, if there's a topic you'd love to hear more about or a guest you'd love to listen to here, I'd absolutely love to hear from you. You can scroll down on your podcast app to where it says ratings and reviews and rate this one five stars, of course, and share your feedback. Your words might just be what the next person needs to tune in and start feeling more empowered and living better one meal or snack at a time. Of course, be sure to follow On The Side wherever you get your podcasts to ensure you won't miss out on any episodes. And remember to check us out. Check out the Q&A deep dive on the On The Side YouTube channel. This show is produced and edited by Elizabeth Evans Media Productions. I'm your host and executive producer, Jacqueline London. Keep in mind that any advice provided on this podcast is based off of my clinical judgment and application of research and practice as a registered dietitian, and it should not take the place of medical advice from your own personal physician. Until next time, cheers. Cheers.